Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. sat relaxing back on one of the sofas in what Lynn used as his living room. Not only was there a large fireplace here, there were big comfortable chairs covered in pillows and blankets exactly the same as Lynn's bed. All of the books in here seemed to be fiction, so that's what Kaelin was busy doing now, burying his head into the newest book he had plucked off the shelves. He perked up when he heard a squeak of surprise from Lynn somewhere across the hall, and paused as he tried to hear the follow-up he had agreed with Lynn. The elf often squeaked when things unexpected happened, from dropping some cutlery to tripping over. After a few false alarms, where Kaelin had rushed to see if anything was wrong, they had decided that if he really needed Kaelin, then he would call his name immediately after the squeak. Seeing as it didn't come, Kaelin relaxed down again, trying to get back into his book before hearing another squeal, this one far higher than anything Lynn ever had or ever could produce. He paused again, sitting up slightly as he let him down. Sure enough, another squeal, and Kaelin knew that something was wrong. He stood up, moving quietly as he did, as to not alarm any intruder that happened to be in the house at the time. Lynn really wasn't making much of a noise, which he had to admit soothed his nerves a little, but definitely not enough to stop him from going and investigating. At least the noise was easy to follow, what sounded like a mixture between injured animals and very excitable children squealing, and it was definitely more than one. The closer he got, the more he could hear Lynn talking and laughing in a language he vaguely recognised as infernal, a language that one of Kaelin's tiefling friends spoke often. He slowed his walk, less concerned that something bad was going on than he was before. He found Lynn's office, standing awkwardly outside as he tried to figure out whether or not he should head in. Lynn sounded relaxed, much more relaxed than he usually was when he was talking to other people in his office, more akin to when he was relaxing with Kaelin than when he was usually doing business. The responding voice was deeper, almost scratchy the exact kind of voice he expected to hear speaking the tongue of devils. Kaelin peered around the door, trying to look what was happening before letting the people inside know he was there. The first thing he saw was Lynn stood behind his desk, leaning back on his chair rather than sitting on it. He looked exactly how Kaelin had left him that morning, hair down but brushed back over his shoulders and suit looking immaculate. He appeared relaxed, at least, a dumb smile on his face that showed Kaelin more than anything else that everything was okay. The other man was facing Lynn, sitting on the edge of the desk with a long tail sticking out from his waistband and swishing behind him in a way Kaelin knew was out of excitement. He was tall, probably taller than Lynn if you took his horns into account, but more solidly built like an acrobat from what Kaelin could see of his shoulders and arms. He had navy skin so dark it almost looked black, 
with a purple mohawk flopped to the side between large curled ram horns, which looked like they were gilded. Caelan knew that was a permanent procedure, too, and he couldn't help but wonder how long they had been like that. They certainly looked shiny and new, at any rate. Perhaps the most shocking thing in the room were the tiny imps flying around. Well, some were flying around. Lynn was holding on to one like a baby, rubbing its back in between its wings, and one of the others was perched on one of the tiefling's horns. The other two, no, three, were zooming around the room, seemingly too fast to actually be taking anything in as they went. Of course, it was too much wishful thinking that he wasn't going to be spotted with so many pairs of eyes. All of a sudden, one of the imps shrieked the same excited shrieks that he'd heard before. Two of them flew towards him fast, the last going back towards Lynn and the tiefling. Caelan braced for impact, knowing that even though the things were small, at that speed they were going to pack a punch when they hit. But the pain never came. Instead he heard a whistle, and the two imps kept flying, spinning around him before flying straight back to the tiefling. Now he had turned around, Caelan could see his face. Both of his eyes were pitch black, no pupils, no whites, just the sclerers. The way he smiled revealed razor-sharp teeth through gold-painted lips, and he gave an awkward little wave. Yo, he called in common, all of the imps hiding behind him and peering around to him at Caelan. Sorry, um, didn't see you there. They can get... excitable. Caelan nodded, a little worried about there being literal small demons in the house, but Lynn walked around to him, still cradling the one he'd had from the beginning in his arms. Hey, he smiled, hanging back a little like he always did when they were in public. Caelan wasn't sure whether or not he was embarrassed by public displays of affection, or just didn't want to be seen doing those displays of affection with him. Sorry, um, they just kind of teleported in. Otherwise, I would have warned you. Caelan looked over at the imp, still looking a little concerned how it was just relaxing with its head rested on Lynn's shoulder. I can make them change for you, he heard the tiefling say, and could detect a hint of sadness in their tone. I know they can kind of freak people out, so I can make them change into something a little more palatable. Caelan shook his head quickly, making sure to keep his face even as he did. I don't want them to be uncomfortable. If this is what they like, then this is fine. The difference in the tiefling's face was like night and day. They grinned wide, hopping off the desk and making their way over to him with a sway in their hips. Now they were stood up, Caelan could see the bright gold of their trousers, skin tight with large ovals down the side to the knee, before opening into a large flare that swished around them as they walked. Their shirt seemed to be just one long piece of light blue fabric wrapped around their torso before being tied tightly behind their neck. Their ears glittered with gold piercings, longer ears than he had ever seen on a tiefling before, and a blue gem in a gold setting sat snugly above their belly button. Bix, they introduced themselves with another bright smile, holding out their hand. You slept in my house? Caelan couldn't help but raise an eyebrow. Out of all the people he had imagined to own the mansion in Winterdrift, this tiefling was miles from them. Kaylin Harlow, nice to meet you. Thank you for letting me stay in your house. Uh, 
The elf lady, Aversio, is she your... Wife? He asked, proud of himself that he remembered the person Lynn had been painting all those weeks ago. The fact that Bix burst out into a laugh, a deep belly laugh that caused them to actually clutch at their stomach, and seconds later all of the imps joined him as well. Oh, hells no, she's my sister. They paused, looking at Kaelin before elaborating. Adopted, of course. Kaelin could feel himself blush now, embarrassed at the assumption he'd made, but Bix continued talking to take even a little of the embarrassment away, a fact Kaelin was more than a little grateful for. These are my children, by the way. They can be a bit shy, especially around new people. But I can promise you they're sweethearts, he smiled before pointing them each out in turn. Virtue, grace, silence, and patience. And this little one's harmony, Lynn interrupted, still rubbing a finger between his imp's wings gently. Now he was closer, Caelan could hear the imp purring quietly. Harmony has always loved Lynn, Bix added, reaching over and running their finger down the imp's tail, and watching it curl tightly around it. Don't know what he did to her, but she always asked to come and visit. Lynn blushed a little, ears fluttering slightly as he tilted his head down to kiss the imp's forehead. I don't know what I did either, she just always gravitated to me. Not that I mind, she's a little cutie. Bix grinned, tail swishing behind them excitedly as their ears began to twitch. Kaelin couldn't help but notice every time they did, they tapped against their horns and made their earrings jangle loudly. Anyway, to the reason I'm here. Lynn says you want to beat me up. Kaelin instantly snapped to attention. He didn't remember saying anything like that, and he had no reason to want to attack this person. I... what? No, no... I've only just met you, I'm not gonna just attack you, he responded, looking at Lynn for any sort of clarification he could give. Bix is the person you're going to be fighting to show me what you can do, Lynn explained gently, stepping slightly closer to Kaelin and smiling sweetly. The memory crashed over Kaelin, but he still couldn't help but look between the two of them with a mixture of shock and concern. No offence, but I can't... My magic is an all-or-nothing kind of thing. I can't hold it back. If I attack you, I will hurt you. I don't want to... Oh, don't worry. Bix interrupted with a grin. I literally cannot die. Kaelin couldn't help but level a stare at them, trying as hard as he might to figure out whether or not they were lying. He had to be honest, he was never the best at judging other people's sincerity, but he was sure that Bix was telling the truth right now, and that worried him. Add to that, he was sure Lin wouldn't put his friend at risk like that, and he couldn't help but narrow his eyes. What? It's true. I'm older than Lin, and I don't look a day over 25, they added, and Kaelin could hear Lin tutting beside him. Bix, stop it. Kaelin, they'll be fine. I wouldn't put either of you in actual danger. Believe me when I say that this is a lot safer than letting you into a fighting pit. He soothed, taking another step closer, and Caelan began to wonder if he was subconsciously coming towards him. I have plenty of healing potions, and you both have healing spells. Everyone will be coming out of this alive. Caelan paused, still looking between them, but especially at the imps that were beginning to take their places on Bix's shoulders and horns. And what about the little ones? They won't get in the way, will they? 
Bix shook their head, looking down at one of the imps and starting to speak in Infernal again. They all looked to him in interest, the most focused Kaelin had seen them. He started to wonder if they couldn't actually speak common. They'll be staying with me, Lynn explained, voice dropped low so he didn't speak over Bix. Bix is explaining that the two of you are playing, that you're not actually hurting them. They'll be far out of the way, don't worry. Kaelin took a deep breath, trying to weigh up the possibilities. It would be fun, sure, to completely let loose like that. A good excuse to show off for Lynn as well, which was definitely something that he was finding himself wanting to do more and more. Okay, okay, I can do that. It might hurt, are you okay with that? He explained to Bix, keeping an eye on the imps in case they actually could understand it. As long as you're okay with me possibly hurting you. Not bad, but it's sure to sting. They responded with a grin, and Kaelin could see they were every bit as excited as he was. Wouldn't be a challenge without it, would it? Kaelin answered, and Bix's ears started to twitch faster. So, where are we going to do this? The gym will work, won't it? Bix asked, looking over at Lynn as all of the imps started to fly over towards the elf instead. Lynn simply nodded, turning around to head towards the door to the office and then further to head down the stairs. Either that or outside, but the gym is probably best in case you get too overexcited. I don't want people asking questions if you call in lightning strikes again. Hey, that was Eva, that wasn't me, Bix responded, and Kaelin watched the way they almost bounced in excitement as they walked. He wasn't worried about being hurt, per se, If Lynn promised he wouldn't get too badly injured, Kaelin trusted him. He just, well, he had always been competitive, and damn, but he wanted to win this. Bix intrigued him. He had no idea how they fought or whether they even used magic, but he supposed that way Lynn could get a true representation. It wasn't as if he knew his opponent's capabilities every time he got into a fight with a random person on the street. Kaelin had been in the gym before, once or twice, it was a large room on the lower floor of the mansion, in the wing furthest away from where Lynn's room and labs were. Lynn had told him it had been designed and owned by his sibling, and that's why it was set up the way that it was. There was a large open space in the middle of the room, which Kaelin supposed was where they would be fighting. On the outside, there had been a multitude of gymnastics equipment, bars and rings, and everything someone would need to put on a magnificent performance. He had asked about the lack of protective equipment the first time he had gone into there, to which Lynn had just chuckled and said, Ro always said he was too good to ever need protective equipment. Kaelin couldn't help but think that that was both dumb and extremely cocky. He had been into the room a few times to work out, using the equipment to his own benefit. It was most definitely some of the highest quality equipment he had ever had the pleasure of working out on, not that he had done much in the past. This time, as they were walking up to it, Lynn broke off towards the door before the gym. Kaelin had never felt the need to go in there before, but Lynn had already explained it led to the mezzanine above it, where people could watch on behind protective bars. Apparently, when Roe had been practicing, he had developed a habit of creating firestorms in the room, and after a few singed eyebrows and burn treatments, their father had decided to add somewhere where spectators could be safe from any wild magic flying around. 
Bix led the way into the gym, already pulling their arms across the front of their body in a stretch as their tail swayed lazily behind them. So, how did you want to do this? they asked with a grin, turning around as they got to the middle of the room and started stretching even more. I always like to warm up. Can't let any pulled muscles get in the way, you know? Kalen nodded, standing 30 feet away from them and slowly stretching himself. He didn't exactly trust them not to pounce at any second. He kept his eyes securely on them, but if anything, they didn't seem to be making any moves to betray him. He let his eyes gaze up to see Lynn on the balcony above them, three of the imps hovering lazily around him as the other two rested on his shoulders. Kalen didn't have a chance of remembering all their names, so he didn't even try. Lynn already had his notebook out, furiously scribbling something in there, even as he looked back at Kaelin and gave an encouraging smile. That was something, at least. Kaelin truly believed Lynn thought he would win, and, well... If this tiefling was powerful enough to be immortal, like they had claimed, that was truly a compliment Kaelin would take any day of the week. I'm ready when you are, he heard Bix say, and looked over to see them stood casually facing him black eyes almost burrowing into his soul and tails swishing behind them as if they didn't have a care in the world. Caelan took a deep breath, closing his eyes for just a second to centre himself. He was ready.